You're listening to Authentic, a podcast for creative minds and curious spirits. We talk about the arts, living a creative life, and always expressing your truest, most authentic self. My name is Liz. I'm so glad you're here. Hi, guys, and welcome to my second episode. I really appreciate y'all listening. I had so many sweet responses um, to my first episode, and I also just wanted to humbly ask y'all to subscribe, rate, and review this because it really helps a new podcast grow, so I would just really appreciate that. And also, please share it. That would just be the greatest gift you could give me. Um, But yeah, I just really appreciate you guys listening. Um, Before I get into today's episode, I just want to say that the event that took place last week in Uvalde, Texas has just absolutely floored me. Absolutely floored me. I, of course, am absolutely fed up with the way this country is being run. It's a fact now that police officers are safer than our children. The things that those surviving children saw are things that the bravest of men would not be able to withstand. So I feel so helpless and infuriated and hopeless. Uh, The state of this country is not okay. We're not safe. I know all of our hearts are just so broken. So... That's really all I have to say about that because I'm just so upset about it and disgusted. Um, I'm just so sorry to those sweet families and those sweet babies that lost their lives. So I guess I'm just hoping that I can bring you some joy for the next half hour or so and get your mind off the state of the world because it sucks. It really sucks. Okay, first and foremost, I just have to express how much fun I'm having creating this podcast. It's a new world that I never in my wildest dreams would have envisioned for me, but here I am doing it, and it is so fun, and I'm finding so much fulfillment in it. Um, I'm just loving the ritual of writing out the outline, thinking of topics, and organizing my thoughts onto paper. It's such an interesting thing being a writer because like, the idea of putting your thoughts onto paper is such a concept in and of itself. I've always been such an like the epitome of a type B person, but since really devoting myself to my work as an artist and now writer, I'm really becoming so much more type A. It's so interesting because my big sister, Kelsey, who has an amazing podcast of her own, you can find them at at High Girls Next Door on Instagram, and you can listen to them anywhere. It's called The Girl Next Door Podcast, and they're just amazing. When I tell you this lady walked so I could run, I have never spoken, spoken more truth. Um, Anyways, Kelsey is the absolute epitome of type A. She is the most impressive person you can imagine and has been all her life. We are so proud of her. I love you, Kels. But anyways, I and we have always felt so different, uh, just like in the way we think and the way we live our lives. (laughs) But now now that I'm feeling more type A, I'm finding that our thought process is actually so similar. So I've really just been loving that. Um, Okay, so my outline is kind of like, opening an anecdote topic one topic two etc so just just so you know how i'm envisioning this going (laughs) okay so let's see oh oh my first topic is the book big magic by elizabeth gilbert because it really changed my life and gave me the motivation and ideas to really declare myself an artist and do this as my job so a few months ago kelsey who we all know now recommended this book to me after we had a discussion where I was telling her how inspired I was in my artistic endeavors lately. She was like, oh, have you read Big Magic? And I was like, no. And she was like, oh my gosh, you're going to love it. It's all about the creative process and everything that goes into that. And I was like, oh my God, perfect. 
So I bought it. And when I tell you, I didn't put it down for six hours. And after those six hours, my entire outlook on almost everything was changed. First of all, she's just a gorgeous writer. Every sentence is beautiful. The words she chooses and the tone and just everything is just so beautiful. But in her first chapter, she tells the story of how she met Ann Patchett, who is another incredible writer, at a conference and they became instant friends. And anyways, you know, one day down the line, her and Ann are talking one day and she's telling Ann how she had this idea for a book set in the Amazon jungle. She said she was inspired by her husband's Brazilian roots. And she was inspired and energized by this idea, but she didn't commit to the story and just continued on with her other projects. And she left the idea unattended for too long. And over time, she just lost inspiration to bring the concept to life. And so it's around that time that she met Anne. And coincidentally, Anne had just started writing a book set in the Amazon jungle. And so during this realization, between them they said that like maybe like when they met Elizabeth gave Anne a kiss on the cheek I think which sounds really weird right now but I don't know um but their theory is that the idea jumped from Elizabeth to Anne in that moment of skin to skin contact oh my gosh I just love that idea so much oh my gosh it's just so good you have to read it it will change your life I swear um I don't want to like do a whole book review right now but I could and I could talk about this book for hours, so do yourself a favor and get it. Okay, I'm moving on to my next topic, which is the ritual of painting and why it's so important to me to paint every day. Well, I was painting every day up until I started this podcast, but I sit at my desk every day and work, but the ritual of painting is so sacred because, you know, like, okay, I pick a picture that I want to paint and I go sit and study it for a while and just I'm like kind of meditating on it and then I'm like starting to think about what colors I'm going to use in my palette and then I come over here to my desk finally and sit down and I pull out all my paints and refresh my water cups and I lay my brushes out and take a good piece of quality paper I only use arches by the way if if you're into watercolor you gotta have arches cold press um so and I'm like so I take out my nice paper and I use the tape that I love to use, um, which is just like nice and colorful. And I tape my paper down and I'm just like thinking about that photo and about just like, you know, really having this meditational practice. And, um, let's see. And then I, so then I put on my headphones and I put on lo-fi, like lo-fi music is what I prefer to listen to while I'm working. And I pull up my picture and I sketch it out and I think about this picture while I'm painting it and I'm thinking of all the ways it could be painted and just appreciating the way that I paint and I can feel the expression of me coming out and through to the paper and it's just such a beautiful and meditational ritual and practice. The more I feel myself expressing myself is when I'm happiest and most fulfilled and I feel productive and just like it's just like I'm living my life exactly how I want to live it when I you know when I have a full day of expressing myself that's like those are my best days (laughs) I call them my good flow days like I really get into the flow and once I flow like everything's flowing you know like my household's flowing just my relationship it's just it all has to do with one another to me at least so I just love it so much it is so sacred to me uh okay moving on to my next topic 
I need to figure out a way to transition from topic to topic without saying on to my next topic. So if anyone has any advice for that, please shoot me an email at theauthenticpodcastaustin at gmail.com. Yes, that's right. I have created an email. I am official. You know, you have to. You have a podcast, you have to have an email. So, uh, Anyways, my next topic is the friendships that I have in my life right now and how I'm just so appreciative of them. I feel like my group of friends is the best that it's ever been right now. Because I didn't have great friends in high school, like I thought I did at the time, but but time has shown me that they, and especially one of them, was the absolute worst friend that I've ever had, and always, and always was. And oh my god, I could talk about that girl for hours, and I do with my friends, but I won't allow her to take up space on my podcast. So anyways... I just have the most beautiful friends and each one of them is so lovely in their own little way and I just cherish my little tribe so much. I have a group chat with two of my oldest girlfriends. Hi Sarah and Amy. And that group has been the saving grace of all of us and we just daily just appreciate it and talk about how it's so great to have a place to go when your husband is pissing you off or when your kids are just being so annoying or just having a place to send pictures of Kourtney Kardashian and Travis Barker wearing insanely emo and embarrassing things, you know? You know? So, um, just love them. I love that group chat. And then I have my sweet little sister-in-law. I call her that, but they aren't married, but like, I don't know what else to call her. So suggestions for that are welcome too. <laughs> but, but Amber and me have so much fun together and we just think so much alike and we're both in relationships with one of the Alper boys, which is like an entirely complex universe in and of itself. (laughs) But I just love her. Um, Oh, actually, Amber, I was going to text you because I was thinking that I maybe want you to be my my co-host on here. And like, I would write out the outline and email it to you every week and like guide you through the whole episode. But having a solo podcast, I'm finding is kind of like a lot of work. It's a lot of time to fill, man. Um, and I love it, but I think podcasts with two hosts are just more enjoyable sometimes. But anyways, we'll discuss that. Um, and then I have this amazing friend named Tony who I met so serendipitously. First of all, I've always known that she, like I've always known who she was because she is actually married to the ex-husband of that awful friend that I used to have. So I knew him years ago and always loved him. He's such a great guy. And anyways, I saw like last year on next door that they live in my neighborhood so i've just always known that i've just always known that they where they live and like every time i would walk by their house i would be like huh that's where they live (laughs) and anyways so i was walking around my neighborhood with um quinn my baby one day and i was like in a particularly happy and outgoing mood and i was walking by their street and i was like you know what i'm gonna send her a message on next door like what if she's my next best friend and I'm also like a very, I'm also very aggressive when it comes to making mom friends in my neighborhood. I'm like forming a little tribe and I love it so much. And so like that was my motivation behind messaging her too. So I message her and I'm like, hey girl, I don't think we ever met, but I know your husband because I was friends with that girl and I hate her and I'm sure you do too. <laughs> and I live around the corner and just thought we could be friends. And she wrote back immediately and was like, oh, hey, and we get to talking and I end up going there down there for a glass of wine that night. And we just instantly clicked and we hang out all the time now. (laughs) We literally just got back from the lake with them this past weekend. 
and she's just like such an amazing person this girl has been through hell and back and is still the most loving thoughtful and devoted mother and her and her husband are just so great together and they have the sweetest kids and i just love their whole family so much so tony if you're listening i just absolutely love you girl um and i have a lifelong friend and that our relationship seems to be ebbing lately we kind of had a disagreement and i told her that the friendship was feeling kind of one-sided lately and i kind of put the ball in her court and told her i needed her to tell me like what it is that's coming between us and she never got back to me um so that was about a month ago and i've been bummed about that it's been a weight that i'm carrying around uh obviously but i'm just letting that go for now because i have faith in our friendship like our parents are all best friends and always have been so me and this girl are going to be at each other's parents funerals one day like literally and so like we're always going to know each other so but it would just kill me if we weren't friends when that happened so i'm really hoping that that situation rectifies itself but anyways um i'd like if that was flowing better but you can't ruminate on those things too much or it'll drive you crazy you know okay my next topic is summer plans um I really want to be intentional to create great childhood memories for and with my kids, so I've been thinking of fun outings we can take as a family and fun activities we can do at home, Um, but the thing I personally am most excited about is that we are looking into potentially buying an RV. It all started this past weekend when we went to the lake with those friends that I told you about, and they all have RVs, and their setup is just so cool. Like, they all go out there for, like, three months every summer, and it's just at Immelong Park, which is only, like, 20 minutes away from where we live. Um, And so they can just, like, run back home at any point if they need to. But they just stay out there all summer and let their kids run around, like run all around and they're just drinking and enjoying themselves and going out on the boat. And I was just like obsessed from the minute I arrived at, the, at that situation. And thankfully, Brett was on board. He, well, he hesitantly was on board. He, we decided that we're going to rent a few different RVs a few times and then hopefully one day we can buy one. Not like a new one by any means. I'm picturing like an old beaten up RV that I will breathe new life into, (laughs) but I'm just so excited for that. I love that journey for my family, you know? Um, Otherwise, summertime is my season of hibernation. Like, I can't deal with the heat anymore. Um, Like, a few years ago, we were still out taking walks and like doing stuff outdoors in the extreme heat that is Austin, that is uh, August in Texas. And I was like, you know what? I am not doing this anymore. I'm not enjoying it. I'm hot. I'm irritated. I wish I was sitting on my couch in the air conditioner. So I kind of declared that I will be saying no to the majority of outdoor activities in the summer unless it involves water. So I love that for me. <laughs> I take great joy in saying no and savoring my frigid home. <laughs> Okay, moving on to my next topic. I don't know how many topics I'm going to do. I need to see, like, how much time it, it takes to, like, say all this. Like, I feel like I wrote, I wrote and, like, planned all this for, like, an hour and a half. And I was, like, envisioning it taking up, like, an hour. And I'm sure when I, like, actually go to playback, it's going to be, like, six minutes. But anyway. Um, oh, I wanted to talk about the dynamic of money in a household where one person is making the money and kind of, you know, like actually going to work every morning. Um, and the other person is kind of like, you know, like me, like a stay at home mom. Um, because Brett is that around here. He is our breadwinner 
and we often have these disagreements on money because from where I'm standing, I'm a stay-at-home mom, right? Caring for a baby, although she starts daycare this week, so soon I'll just be unemployed. (laughs) But like, I have decorated this entire house. I make all the meals. I organize all the closets. I pack all the bags when we take trips. I unpack those bags as well. I keep the house clean, you know? And the things I'm spending money on are things that we actually need, like for our children. <laughs> like, like Brett never buys the kids new clothes or like new dish towels, for instance, or just like the accessories needed to have children. Um, so like when he sees the bill, he always comes to me and says, I need to stop spending so much money. And I'm like, I'm just living, man. I'm just living and providing for our family. Like I'm just living. I don't know how to not spend this much money. Like this is just what our life costs. And he does understand that, but we have this discussion every month and I just, I just dread the credit card bill coming every month. (laughs) So I would love to hear how money works in y'all's relationships and households. uh, If you have any advice on that Um, or encouragement really like, uh, like not advice. Cause like I said, it's like, I don't know, man, like, I don't know how to help you here. But uh, Brett, if you're listening, I swear that I'll stop spending as much. (laughs) Uh, It's just a funny thing that you have to deal with in marriage, you know? Okay, I have two more topics, and one of them is what I'm calling animal check-in time, and the other is my celebrity gossip segment that I'm calling Pop Talk. So as far as animals this week, well, let me introduce my animals, actually. Um, and I've always been a huge animal person my entire life. I truly love animals more than humans. And I was a vet tech up until my eight month, eighth month of pregnancy with Avery. And I miss it so much, but yeah, animals are just my entire world. So, okay. First we got Nova and Nova is my soul dog. Okay. We need to understand that she is my soul dog. There will never be another like her. She is me and I am her. Um, I got her eight years ago when I was living in this house by myself and my friend Amy's mom works for Austin Boxer Rescue and she said I could come down and pick any boxer I want and I was so freaking excited and so I went down to the vet that they work with and I met a few of the dogs but I just like wasn't really clicking with any of them and all of a sudden they bring out Nova whose name was Miranda then we don't speak of that name anymore and she just peacefully walks over and hops up onto my lap with her little front paws and i was like oh my god this is my dog i said this is my dog this is my dog thank you so much we will be going home now because this is my dog and we're going home to the home that we live in together because she's mine goodbye thank you so much um and she and i are just connected in the deepest way you can imagine she is everything to me and i'm her person and everyone knows it and we are just completely in love (laughs) and whenever she leaves me i will just be there is not a word for how broken i will be and i dread that day so much and i hate it and i hate that her muzzle is so gray now but i love her so much and i just obsess over her every day of my life (laughs) so so yeah that's nova um Then we have Norman, who is another boxer that we got about a year or so ago after after, um, my sweet, sweet old, old boxer passed away, which completely traumatized me too. But anyways, that's the story for another time. We got Norman and he doesn't have a thought in his head. This man just does not have a thought up there. He gets stuck in bushes and closets because he just doesn't have the capability to think. (laughs) But... He's the sweetest and all he wants to do is snuggle right on top of you 
and be fed. He has like a major food insecurity because he was found on a construction site. So he was just living there and like eating God knows what. And so, you know, and like starving. And so anytime he sees food, you know, he thinks it's like the last time he's going to eat. And so he is one of those dogs that will like scarf it up and like throw up. So we have made this whole system for feeding him. So, so that's Norman. <laughs> we call him Moose because he looks like a moose. Oh, and we call Nova Horse because she's literally a tiny little racehorse. Like she literally has a saddle on her back and a little jockey man because she is literally a little horse girl. She's a racehorse. Okay. Um, it's funny because the other day, uh, Avery, I guess Nova was like running really fast and Avery was like, she's a race car. We were like, yep, yep, she is. Um, okay. And then the main event, the animal that my entire neighborhood, friends and family know me for, Eleanor Peach Alper. She is my 200 pound pig that lives in our suburban backyard. I got her when she was four pounds and three days old. I never expected to be a pig mom, but one day I went to the feed store and they had three tiny pink piglets and I was like, oh, well, it looks like I'm getting a pig because look at this gift being presented to me, you know? So I brought her home and covered her in a blanket and when Brett came home, I was like, go lift that blanket. And he was like, oh boy, here we go again. What did you get? And he lifted it to see this precious tiny pink piglet girl and obviously immediately he understood everything and we just love her so much <laughs> if you don't follow me on instagram go take a look because i post a lot of her on there and she is just such a gorgeous lady and i love her so much she's my little she's my little baby pig my little baby girl pig she is still four pounds as far as i'm concerned um okay last segment here is pop talk i need some kind of like audio um like a sound bit to like open that if you like pop talk <laughs> oh my my uh broccoli cheese tater tots are ready hold on i'll be right back okay let me take a bite of these huh no it's definitely broccoli um eh, i guess it's okay all right i haven't eaten all day so i like have to take a bite okay um all right so for pop talk today Okay, girl, we have got to talk about Brittany. I'm so sorry, but we just do. I am so concerned for her. I was so happy that she got free from her conservatorship, and I was so excited for this new life. But, like, why is she still posting these weird dancing videos, girl? Like, what? And, like, who's filming him? Like, is it Sam? Because if it is, I hate him. And I think I hate him anyways, because, like, what is he doing? He's not telling her that she looks insane. Like, so anyways, I'm just really worried for her. I, I, I hate that situation. Um, and, like, who knows if her pregnancy was real. Like, it's not our business if it was real or not. But I'm sorry for that loss, too. Um, yeah, just poor Brittany, you know. Um, okay, guys, that'll do it. Thank you so much for listening to me today. And I hope that as you go about your week, you remember that being yourself and expressing yourself is the greatest gift you can give yourself. So don't let anyone tell you differently. Anyone that tries to stand in your way is either jealous or full of hate. And, you know, people like that, nothing will ever help them. They will always be hateful and mean. So don't listen to them. Okay, love you guys. Uh, have a great day. Bye.